The radio station for St Albans is 92.6 FM. Radio Verulam. Radio Verulam. This is The Generation Gap, presented by me, Claudia, and him, Clive. Hello. In this programme, we are going to explore differences and similarities of being a teenager now and in past generations. I am a 21st century girl, and Clive is baby boomer. That is a teenager in the late 60s and early 70s. What are the differences and similarities in the way that we live our lives? We are going to try and find out. This is The Generation Gap Show on 92.6 FM, Radio Verulam. Well, hello, good evening, St Albans, and this is a very special edition of the Generation Gap. Not least, no Claudia, because as you may know, she's left us now, left the programme anyway. So today's a very special one, and I've got some a new millennial here to talk to, who's someone I've known for a very long time, because she's my daughter, Sarah. Hello, Sarah. Hello. And um, basically, um, what we're going to do is a special programme going through a few chats between us, which obviously might be quite interesting because we've known each other for a very long time, haven't we? Um, so, Sarah, now you are 17. Yep. And basically, you've grown up in a family, including me as your father. And so, therefore, you've listened to interesting music, which is probably different to most people. <laughs> yes. Um, well, I grew up with ABBA, Beatles, Elton John, because of you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, obviously, we, we had an extensive CD collection, and you play some of those and you put some of those onto your iPad, iPod and things like that as well. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So um, there's one song which uh, I know you really, really do like and we'll play that in a minute. Perhaps you could just tell a story about um, Elton John. Now, I think it was at school you were asked to try and invite a celebrity to your school yeah, fair. Yeah. In year six for a school project we were told to write a letter to a celebrity to invite them to come to the fair and I was the first one to get reply and I'd written to Elton John and he replied with an apology and a signature, a signed photo of him which I've got framed and a few other people got replies later, a few boys from footballers but most of the girls in the year had written to Jesse J but they didn't get a reply. And Jesse J was obviously very big at the time. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, right, so and I think, did many of them know who Elton John was? Uh, not really. <laughs> Probably not. Okay. Well, I'll tell you what, we'll play a little song by Elton John. Would you like to introduce it? This is Crocodile Rock by Elton John. So, of course, Elton John, Crocodile Rock, and Sarah was definitely swinging, singing along with that. Yeah, I think I've known the words since I was about seven. About seven, yes. And did you tell me that the words of that song were the first thing you ever printed out? I think so. <laughs> How weird. Oh, okay. Well, did you check I was getting them right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so... Um, did your school friends think you're a bit weird because you listen to all this old music? Uh, bit. <laughs> yeah, because they didn't know who you're talking about anyway. Well, they knew Abra and Beatles, but not Elton John. Abra and Beatles. Yeah. Now we, we should tell a story about this. We um, <clears throat> some years ago, we decided to try and raise some money for Radio Verulam, and we thought we could try and do a world record, you know, a Guinness World Record, and we found one which was related to radio stations, which was the one of how many people you could get singing along with a song live on radio 
and the world record was something just over 4,000 people. And we thought, well, that's easy. We can easily beat that because if we go to the Hearts show, as we do every year, the Hearts County show um, has typically 10 or 11,000 people there on a day. So we reckoned what we could do was get them all to come into the arena and basically charge them all a pound to take part or something like this. Get more than 4,000 people, so we'd have more than 4,000 pounds, that would be good. Um, and we could all get them to sing along to a song. And we then decided we'd better find a song that 4,000 people will all know the words to. And it's not that easy, is it? No, we thought we'd better go for a song that's sort of 60, 70, so that it would be sort of grandparents and parents would know, but one that children would know as well. So we wrote a list of songs as a family that we thought children might know, so ABBA and Beatles ones and Queen ones, and I took it into school and asked all my form to put a tick by which songs they knew, and this was the winner. This was the winner. And it wasn't really a 60s, because this was a 70s song from... I said 60s or 70s. Okay. Yeah, yeah um, probably don't really need to say who that is, but I'll say it anyway. It's Queen, We Are The Champions. And that was the song we were going to try and uh, play um, out and get everyone to sing along with. The reason we didn't do it in the end was because we found out how much it costs to get an official judge along. Adjudicator. For, adjudicator, that's the correct word. Yes, thank you. Uh, from the Guinness Book of Records. And basically, we wouldn't have made any money from it because they wanted... Possibly a loss. <laughs> yes, they, they wanted a lot of money to do that. So we, we didn't do it. It wasn't worth it. But anyway, it was a good idea when it, at its time. And so we thought that was quite fun. And we did find out that obviously everybody of all ages knows songs by Queen and ABBA. Perhaps we'll play an ABBA song later. Yeah. Anyway, talking of music, now we're looking forward to going to the Meraki Festival this weekend, coming up Friday, Saturday and Sunday. So it starts tomorrow. It starts tomorrow. And uh, yeah, we'll be, be there and we're going to be there the whole weekend, or well, long weekend in fact, because we're camping there basically. So yep. that should be quite fun. Now, headline act there is 10cc on Sunday evening, but I reckon the biggest act is actually the ones who are playing on Friday night, which is All Saints. And I, I did hear from the organiser the other day that they've actually sold out of tickets for Friday night because All, all Saints are there. Um, and I don't think you really know who All Saints are. No. Okay. Well, they were sort of in the 90s, so they were before you were born, basically. Yep. Um, and they were pretty big then, and they had uh, a couple of um, big hits, including a number one song, which I read is actually the biggest-selling um, girl band song ever, apart from one, by the Spice Girls. Wasn't it Wannabe? Wannabe, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Everyone knows that um, one. <laughs> but anyway, we won't play that. What we'll do, we'll play actually oh, up-to-date music, because this is the current single from All Saints, which undoubtedly they'll be playing on Friday, which will be great. And it's, um, I think it's in the charts moment. I know the album is jumped into the charts number 15 this week. I did look it up. So um, they're doing quite well again. And it's obviously 20-something years since they started out. And then they broke up for a while and they came back and they broke up again. And like all bands do. That's right. So they're now in their third or so in incarnation. But it's the same people involved. So it's, um, it's still the same band. And I'm really looking forward to that on Friday night. So let's hope they sing this song. If they're listening, please can you sing this for us? Right, that song there is from Amelia Lapper and it was actually performed live here in the studio some time ago for the uh, West Hart Drive Time um, sessions and uh, they were, she was standing exactly where you're sitting actually Sarah, there you are mm. and also I know her because I used to actually have singing lessons from her mum that's <laughs> right, we, we've known Amelia and her family for many years and uh, so we're uh, very pleased that she's going to be at Meraki 
um, actually also on Friday, uh, Friday sort of quite early actually in the in the morning. Um, so we're looking forward to that. Be there to see that. Be there to see that indeed, yes. Okay, so you're listening to the Generation Gap show here and it's a bit different this time um, because uh, I'm joined here by Sarah Glover, my daughter, um, who is also a millennial, so she's allowed to... But I'm a younger millennial uh, than Claudia. Younger, young, a bit younger than Claudia. Anyway, so um, we're having a special one-off programme like this because um, obviously we're uh, transitioning now from Claudia to a new programme which will be starting in the middle of September with somebody new. I'll keep secret about it at the moment. We haven't arranged all the details. I've got someone, someone all lined up to do it, though. Anyway, so um, the generation gap, we're always talking about, obviously, difference in generations. And Sarah, you are basically um, 17, and so you have grown up in a household where we play old music and so on. Yep. <laughs> uh, and we do all sorts of strange things on the radio. <laughs> But anyway, well, I've grown up with Radio Verulam. And you've grown up with Radio Verulam too, that's right. So if you, um, if anyone out there you want to um, contact us, you can always do so by contacting us via Twitter in particular, and that's um, at RVGenGap, um, and that's the best way to contact us. We, we do have a Facebook page, but hardly anyone ever uses it, so I think maybe in future we might just drop that and go straight for Twitter for everything, so that's the best way to contact us. Go on Twitter and RVGenGap, you can follow us. And uh, that's the best way of uh, dealing with it. So, um, now we're talking about uh, Meraki, and we've talked about, um, obviously, All Saints. We played their song, which is um, Love Lasts Forever, which is the single off their new album, which has gone into, into the chart at number 15, I believe. Yep. So that's pretty good. And I don't know how many you have to sell to be number 15, but I'm sure it's lots. <laughs> um, and uh, so, therefore, also... In fact, Amelia's launching her a new EP this week as well, I think, actually, on Friday. So I guess that's... Um, yeah. That's the way to do it. Right, so apart from that, we're going to go through and play some music, uh, which you know of, and from sort of old music that you know, but I'm going to play some new music that you might not know, because I like this song, which one of the current songs, it's, I think it's um, it's been in the top of the charts, um, but number two I think it got to, um, from yes. years and years, and it's called If You're Over Me. That's my favourite song around at the moment. That's uh, Years and Years, If You're Over Me. So what's your favourite song at the moment? Well, I quite like Anne-Marie's song, so F-R-A-N-D-S, Ciao, Adios, or this one, 2002. 92.6 FM, Radio Verulam. Radio Verulam. Right, well, of course, hardly need to say who that was, but um, I will anyway. It's ABBA. And we just worked out that song is 38 years old. But you're so nearly twice my age. Twice your age, but you're perfectly familiar with it, obviously. Yep. Singing along. Singing along. Do you remember we, we went along to a, a um, ABBA tribute band concert? Some, quite a few years ago. Quite a few but, years ago. Yeah. Wasn't it their retirement one that was them being a tribute act? I think that's right. They, they, they were celebrating 25 years as an ABBA tribute band and then <laughs> retiring. Yes, all right. I, remember, well, they, I can't remember what they're called. Um... Um, um, There's so many different versions. It wasn't Bjorn again. It was some. Uh, I, can't, yeah, I can't remember anyway. But anyway, so um, ABBA songs are of course zooming up the charts again because there's a film out apparently. Mamma Mia Two. Mamma Mia Two. We haven't seen that yet. I think we're probably going no. to see it sometime this summer. We've seen the first one. <laughs> seen everyone's seen the first one. In fact, I think it's supposed to be the um, DVD that more people have got than any other in the country. Really? Yeah, absolutely. Everybody's got it. It's one of those things. Anyway, what I wanted to just talk to you about was obviously you do know a lot of things about the past because we've told them to you and you've listened to this programme in the past as well. Yeah. So you know about some of these things. What are the things you think that you know about that perhaps some other people your age wouldn't? 
Well, there was one the other, a few days ago. You were surprised to find out I knew what reversing the charges meant. Reversing the charges. That's like an elephant heading towards you and you hold your hand <laughs> out and it stops going that way. No, no. Yeah, we were talking about telephones and telephone boxes and, and dials on telephones, that kind of stuff. And you seem quite familiar with that. Yeah, I'm good at history. <laughs> yeah. A lot of people are really baffled by the idea. I mean, I remember having this conversation uh, probably on this programme before where, you know, in the days when I was sort of your age, we had a telephone in our house. Most people did. But the telephone was basically obviously on a wire and it was plugged yep. in um, outside. It was always near the front door for some reason. I think that's because they didn't want to take the cables too far inside the house. So they just came out to the front door and put it just inside. And the front door was almost invariably, in many houses, the sort of coldest place in the house. <laughs> and often you find yourself sort of sitting on the stairs, maybe, to speak to people on the phone. And uh, it was very uncomfortable and so on, and very odd. Put a chair there. <laughs> well, yeah, you had a little table often with a <laughs> telephone on. And obviously the telephones, you'd have a dial, so to dial the number you had to go... And that's why it's 999. 999 was... Um, the yeah, hardest number to accidentally dial. Exactly. They did think of 111 originally. Apparently that was some special code that, that connected the telephone exchanges. Well, isn't that the one in America or something? Uh, it's 911 in America. Mm. Yeah. But anyway, so, yeah, these are all the stories. Now, the other thing I've always told you about is television, because you're used to having, like, 300 television channels. And we used to have three. <laughs> yep. And, like, children's television was just in the afternoon for about an hour and a half. And in my days, yep. in, in black and white. That's how old you are. <laughs> yeah, but, when, but I think when you see something's in black and white or a film or something, you, d you just won't watch it because it's in black and white. Is that right? No. No? <laughs> not me. Others, yes, but yeah, not I think, me. I he does put people off slightly. Um, okay, but obviously people did have... Um, you know, films were in black and white until, I don't know... I mean, they invented something called Technicolor, but I think that was in about the 1940s. So it's a mm. long time ago when films were actually made in black and white. I think it was common in 70s. I think it was roughly BBC changed about <coughs> 70s. Or, or television changed in the 1970s yeah. to colour. Yes, that was a big improvement. And people had to go and buy new television sets, obviously, for colour. And they became really big then. And, of course, they were in great big boxes because the screens were these cathode ray tubes, which are very deep. And the idea of having a television like we have now, it's only about an inch thick. <laughs> you can get thinner than that. <laughs> yes, you can. Absolutely. But it's just this thing. And, of course, I've seen so many televisions now. You go to a, some of these big shops, they have these televisions which are 55 inches and 60 inches and whatever. Mm. And they were pushing them at the time of the football, of course. Um, people wanted to buy them to watch all the football matches. They pretty much take up the whole room, you know, the whole wall. <laughs> um, I'm sure we'll have a spray-on television soon, just spray on the wall. Mm. Or just build it into the wall anyway. I think I did see an advert for one where there's a special smart setting or something where you can take a picture of your um, wallpaper behind it or whatever and it makes it look like that or something. Well, I've, yes, I've seen that. It makes it makes, <laughs> makes the television invisible, basically. It, <laughs> yeah. it displays the sort of um, screen like that. Ah, oh, yeah. Anyway, these are the sort of modern things that you're looking at, but um, you, um, you're also familiar with records, I believe. We do have a record yeah, collection. we don't, have a very big record collection. Don't, don't actually play them very often. We ought to play a few more. We played one a few years ago. A few years ago. <laughs> well, I played the um, When I'm 64 for you. Ah, yes. <laughs> I wonder why you did that. <laughs> 
Okay, I'm going to play a song now, which is from um, an, another artist who's going to be at Meraki, one you probably don't know, Nick Kershaw. Now I, I rem- know the name vaguely. Yeah, he actually had quite a few hits. I looked him up the other day, and he actually had quite a few number ones and so on. I didn't remember. Um, but he was very, very big in the 80s, and I remember him because we used to be on the hospital radio station in St Albans, City Radio, and this was just one of the songs that we used to play over and over and over and over again on a record obviously in the 1980s because we had record decks in the studio not like this with computer things um and this song's called the riddle right that song's uh, from the 80s nick kershaw and the riddle and as soon as it started you said <laughs> oh i know this it one. took about two notes for me to go oh yeah i do know it and then i was actually singing along didn't recognize the name Exactly, but you knew the song. So there you are. Well, that's, that's how you know all these 80s songs. I mean, 80s songs are still very pop- popular, and, and uh, the theory is that people really um, basically love music from when they were in their 20s. And so all the people who are now 40-something or 50-something going now think the 80s is brilliant. But, of course, the actual music from the 80s was really good. I mean, I have to just say that, and it's, it stands up very well today, I think. Mm. Um, anyway, you're listening to The Generation Gap. This is a special programme. No Claudia, because she's um, given up on this show now. <laughs> um, but Sarah, my daughter, is sitting in for her for this particular programme. And just a one-off special, we thought we'd try it out. And um, obviously she knows everything about everything, as all these young people seem to do these days. It's a bit strange. I'm getting a bit worried about this. So now we're going to talk about computers. Obviously, they're absolutely everywhere now. You've grown up with computers. Yep. Um, and as everybody else has this, and a computer which is in your hand is a, a phone, supposedly, but it's actually really a big computer. Yep. Um, but I think we were telling you the story the other day because um, your, your mum and I both were saying that when we were at school, we did do some computer science or computer studies, believe it or not, m- many, many years ago. And I said, ah, I remember I was um, doing computer... Uh, so I can't remember they called it computer science or something like that, just computing. And um, I was using the computer in Hertfordshire. <laughs> and then your mum said exactly the same thing, that obviously she's a bit younger, so it was some years later, but she did exactly the same. There was literally one computer which was actually at what is now the university in Hatfield. It was then called Hatfield Polytechnic. Yeah. And it was a giant computer, obviously, filling a room with sort of valves and big Wouldn't cupboards. Wouldn't in here. Cupboards full and of stuff. And yeah, I'm looking at three. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. There's these three computers sitting here. But they're very different. These ones were really big. And we spent ages learning how to write a program to make um, a little sign on, on the screen, go around in a circle or do a triangle, <laughs> that sort of thing. And it took hours to sort of type out all the letters to make it work. And that's what we did at computing in those days. Mm. But... You I did in IT use stuff like Scratch, where you can like create a game just with a few words. Well, these days, of course, you, you take little bits of code that are already written and you add them all together. Yeah. You just sort of inserted a thing saying, go right. Yes. <laughs> well, that's what I mean. these people are doing these days. And, of course, as you know from some of our previous programmes you've heard, listened to, um, we're a bit obsessed with robots, and that's what seems <laughs> to be happening these days. Yes. Everyone's <laughs> writing codes for robots to do things. Um, I, I saw a nice image um, the other day of a new robot system in San Francisco. They've got these um, coffee shops, which obviously is essential, um, but they're completely controlled by robots. Yeah. And so there's a, basically a robot arm which picks the cup up. I mean, it's a bit of a cheat because they've got the machines, which are the normal sort of coffee machines, where you choose what you want, push a button, and it makes it. But then there's a robot arm that picks it up and put, moves it over to the counter for you. So I'm mm. sure we'll see those here soon. 
because St Albans needs more coffee shops, definitely. <laughs> right. OK, so we're going on with a bit more music now, and this is actually another current song, but it's a bit familiar, and I think it comes from a, a few years ago because it's a song related to one of the movies which is out at the moment, which we mentioned earlier, Mamma Mia 2. And yep. This is a song by Cher, who is in that movie, apparently. Um, although I think only for a short period, but yeah. she's the big star, so she's there. I think she arrives in a helicopter or something, I, someone told me. I haven't <laughs> seen the film, so I don't know. Anyway, she sings a song which sounds amazingly familiar to me. Right, that's uh, Cher and uh, Fernando from the film Mamma Mia 2, and uh, I'm told the film's very good, and I'm sure we'll get around to seeing it sometime soon, won't we? Yep. Okay, so um, now... What film are you? You like old films as well, do you? Um, I've seen quite a few old ones. Back to the Future, seen those quite a few times. And uh, one of my favourite is, of course, Groundhog Day. You've seen Groundhog that, Day, Truman Show, Truman Show. Oh yes, that's a good old one. And Goonies. Goonies. Oh, I don't know about that one. You don't like the Goonies? I'm not sure. I've seen it. You must have seen it. I think we've got it. And we see lots of Pixar films. We we did see Incredibles 2. If you haven't seen Incredibles 2, go and see it. That's really, really good. If you've seen number one. Otherwise, you won't understand what's going on. Well, <laughs> yeah, you probably need to see the first one first. But then, I think, was that 16 years ago or something? Um, 13, I 13. believe. 13, OK, I remember. <laughs> um, OK, so um, what else? Now, um, other things. Do you think that some things from the past are better than now? Or do you think you know, everything everything now is better? In what sense? Well, I don't know. Past things. I mean... Because things like um, people helping other people doesn't happen as much, I think. Yeah, you reckon people are more selfish these days. (laughs) Not like that, but like customer service things, less personal. Well, yes, because... More self-checkout sort of thing. I know. (laughs) Self-checkouts, I hate. Yes, (laughs) Yes, I know you do. That's definitely definitely an old person thing. And also, phoning up and not speaking to a human. In fact... (laughs) Yeah, t- you, I saw you phoning up that thing the other day and you were just going, where's the option for talk to a human? Yes, exactly. <laughs> Give me well, that button. But then I did phone up one um, company the other day and I was absolutely astonished because the phone rang about once and then somebody answered, a real human person answered. <laughs> I wow. Said, I said, my goodness, I was expecting to have to push 15 different buttons <laughs> and whatever. And she said, oh, no, no, we have real people here. And I thought, Wow. Um, Usually you press 26 buttons, then they say, we'll give you a, to a human, but we'll put you on hold for 10 minutes. Well, I did the <laughs> other day in a, a, a bank, and they said, um, okay, we, we are very busy at the moment, and uh, it may be up to 30 minutes for the call. <laughs> and I thought, oh, goodness, I was just about to ring off, and someone actually did answer. And I said this, it told me 30 minutes, and he said, oh, we are really very busy. And the reason they're very busy is because they've made a terrible mistake on all their bank statements. <laughs> And I was phoning up about my one, and it basically he admitted that just having hundreds, the whole world was. <laughs> hundreds and hundreds of people phoning up every day and saying exactly the same thing, because the computer has relayed it out differently, and the total <laughs> at the bottom doesn't actually isn't actually the total of the things it's, it's got listed. <laughs> Um, and it was amazingly obvious to me, and I just well, you know, it's stupid. It says total, and it isn't. <laughs> <laughs> and they said, "Oh, yeah, well, that's because we wanted to do this, that, and the other, and it, lots of people had discussed it, and we decided to reformat it." And I thought. That wasn't a very good one. Anyway, right, so um, these are the kind of things. Now, in, in those days, we used to have bank managers, like in Dad's Army, you know, <laughs> Colonel Man- Corporal Mannering, isn't it? I um, don't know. Yeah, the local bank manager, you could go and he knew who you were and he knew your family, and so it would yeah. be very easy to speak to them. Now you never find anybody called a bank manager. What does that mean? And in fact, we have banks closing down all over the place as well. Yep. Uh, very fast one. 
So, so I I must be getting old now because I'm going to start saying, oh, it's much better in my day, you know. (laughs) Not not like it used to be. Mm. Anyway, so we're coming to the end of the programme. Thank you for coming along. It's been very uh, interesting to have you along, someone different for a change, but with a different perspective. Have you enjoyed it? Yeah. Okay. 